Hey, it's Sam from RecipeThis.com and the author of the Complete Air Fryer Cookbook. Today I want to introduce you to Cook Once, Eat Twice with our delicious homemade stew followed by homemade pie. So, I'm just planning what we're going to be cooking. And what I've got is um, stewing meat in the fridge. And what I absolutely love to do is um, cook once, eat twice motto. And how I'm going to do this is I'm going to be making a lovely stew, slow cooker style, using the Ninja Foodie because the Ninja Foodie can also double up as an air fryer. So then we'll have a lovely stew for dinner. And then tomorrow, what I'm going to do is I'm going to add a layer of pastry to the top of it. And then you've got pie. So you can basically have stew of any type you like. And then the next day, turn it into a pie just by adding in some extras to the stew, mate, the day after. And then adding a layer of pastry on top. And then air frying it. It's just a brilliant way to use up your leftovers and I absolutely love it and you know you're going to quite an effort to make a homemade stew don't you so imagine you've made your stew and you can just top it with some extras and then of course the pastry it's just absolutely genius so I'm just heading home now and I can talk you through it So I'm back home now and I've just gathered my ingredients out the fridge. I've got um, loads of diced lamb in there because I'm going to make it um, a lamb stew and lamb pie. And then I also found um, a handful of baby potatoes that I've got left over from the butchers. So I'm going to um, include those in there as well. And then for veggies, I've just had a look in the fridge and... I've got some leftover carrots, um, a swede, and about half of a large onion. So this will be perfect for dumping it all in. So what you can do is you can start with your meat. And it depends whether or not you want to brown it or not. And then what I've also got is I've got um, three large uh, jacket potatoes. Uh, from another episode of the podcast that I do regularly and with those I've been sat in the fridge and they're really soft and yummy so they can actually double up as some mashed potatoes if you've got some spare baked ones so I'm going to start by getting out my slow cooker pot and then what I can actually do is my slow cooker pot uh, can be used on the stove or if you're using a Ninja Foodie, you can just use the saute setting. And then what I normally do is load the meat in. And then I separate it a bit because it's been in the fridge. It's kind of all stuck together. So I'm just spreading it all out with my hands, which is nice. And it's just some really nice cubed lamb shoulder that I've got. And then once you've got once you've got your lamb in, what I suggest is some salt, some pepper on the lamb as well. 
and then if you've got a favourite seasoning you like to add, I've got some bouquet garni and then I'm adding about two teaspoons of that to the top and then a little bit of olive oil as well help with the browning and the deliciousness and then before I'm going to mix before I mix that what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab my onion and I'm going to peel and dice that and put it in I used this onion on one of the other podcast episodes and oh my god they are so strong so I'm probably going to start crying shortly so you can either dice or you can do thin slices depending on how you prefer your onion. I'm just doing um, some slices. I can hear my boxer behind me. She just knows I've got the meat out. Whenever I'm doing anything vegetarian, you won't see her at all, but as soon as she can smell that meat, she's there. So now I've got my onion in my slow cooker pot. I'm just gonna give it a quick mix with my hands. So I've got in here the onion, the seasoning, the olive oil, and just give it a good mix together, and then it'll be ready for browning. So I'm just gonna give my hands a quick wipe. Right, that's my hands sorted. So the snow pops on, I can start giving it a nice mix and then just wait for it to get hot. You can use this opportunity to start prepping some of your veggies. And then for carrots, I've kind of got two large and two medium, but you can add more or less depending on how you like your stew. And like I say, I'm using lamb here, but you could easily swap this for any of your favourite meats. You can also add more vegetables and make it into a vegetable stew. I normally do either uh, diced lamb, beef or pork. But you can also do it with boneless and skinless chicken thighs as well. That's also delicious. And then I'm just listening to it now. Sizzling, but it's not browning them yet, so I can just carry on with these carrots. Oh, that's carrot. And then, of course, you can add parsnips, you can add any root vegetables. If you've got some leeks in, that's also very nice for stew. It's just totally up to you what you prefer. I'm just going to check that now. Oh, that lamb, I can smell it, it just smells so nice. No wonder I've got a doggy in the kitchen with me. She's snipping at her food thinking, nah, I don't want this food, I'm waiting for the good stuff. And next I'm just going to peel the, uh, the swedes. But I love this, here, that when you're doing a stew, you can be doing your prep with your vegetables just as your meat's browning. I prefer to use a bigger knife for when I'm actually chopping my swede. The swedes are very easy to chop. I know some people say they're difficult. But I find the easiest way is to slice the ends off and then start going into the middle. And then it's easier to get the bigger chunks. 
then when I finish chopping the, chopping the swede, I'm going to check and see how the meat is doing. You know, stews are just one of those amazing winter foods that I think are pretty much all love. Right, let's check on the browning of the lamb, shall we? I'm just absolutely loving the colour that's coming now on the onions. They just look lovely. So now the only bit really of the prep I've got is dicing the carrots. So I'm just doing that now. So now pretty much all the prep is done. I just need to stir in extra ingredients once the browning. This is when I kind of have a wander around and see what else I've got that I can put in my stew. So into my fridge and what I'm looking for is some tomato puree. I've got a little bit in here so I can add that in. Tomato puree adds a lovely flavour and then instead of stock I've got loads and loads of tinned tomatoes so I'm going to grab a can of those because they're great for adding in. Just need to go to the back because I've just bought loads of canned lentils and the cupboard I've got in my kitchen is quite small so I'm just going to go and grab some. And then the browning is almost done. Isn't that good timing? Yep, yeah, so I'm happy with the browning here. Now the stove is turned off. I'm going to transfer my slow cooker pot into the main unit and then we can add in the remaining ingredients. Now I'm turning on my slow cooker. I'm going with the um, high setting because high for four hours is really good. And then add in whichever veggies you've got. Like I said, I've got carrots going in here. I've got swede. And then I've also got a handful of baby potatoes. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And what I've done is I've, I love them uh, from my local greengrocers. And I've got three kilos of them and those were the remainder. So it's nice to use up your leftovers. And then some tomato puree. I'm just going to finish this tube I've got, which might just about stretch to about a tablespoon. Then, can of two tomatoes. These are finely chopped ones, but it really doesn't matter which one. And then refill your can, because this will then create some extra liquid. So the cans I use, they're just your standard size cans, 400 grams. 
and then I want to add in some seasoning. So let me see what seasoning I've got in the kitchen that I can use to make this nice and flavoursome. So I've got some salt and pepper here, some more mixed herbs, or bouquet garnet, whatever you prefer. Um, then I'm looking for some thyme. I know I've got some in here somewhere. You know, when you've got a kitchen cupboard and you've got loads of delicious herbs. I found my time. So I'm just going to use those in this recipe. So, in pops, mixed herbs or bouquet garnet, or you can use Italian seasoning if you're in the US. Then, about a tablespoon again of dried thyme. And then, plenty of salt and pepper. And then, so the easiest way of mixing it is to use your hands. So that's why I've only just turned on the slow cooker because otherwise it'll be too hot that I'll end up burning myself. So just get your hands in. Get it all nicely mixed. You've got a good amount of liquid now in there from the tin tomatoes and from refilling your can. And then it's ready to go on. Really is as simple as that. So now I'm just giving my hands a quick wipe. And then grab your lid. Put it on. And then, like I said, you're looking for four hours. And then for a start on your slow cooker, or your slow cooking might vary to mine. And then we can come back in a bit and see how it's doing. So four hours has passed on the slow cooker and now I can check on our lamb stew. So I'm just gonna give the slow cooker a quick stir. Oh, it smells so good. And then what I always do is I always look for the biggest item in my slow cooker when I'm doing the stew, which in this case is the whole baby potatoes. And then I can grab myself a fork, I can do a fork test, and I know if the biggest item in here is done, then the rest of it's done. So I just grabbed the fork out the drawer, and baby potato on the fork is absolutely perfect. And then if you are worried, you could do the same with your swede. You can do the same with your carrot pieces as well. Uh, and that's also why I always do quite small on the carrots because the carrots are always more difficult, aren't they? So I'm just grabbing a carrot as well. I don't really need to. And it's absolutely fork tender on the carrot too. So now I've got the main stew there. And then what you can do is you can follow our air fryer suet dumplings or our dumplings without suet if you prefer it without. And then you can cook some of these on top. They only take an hour. But what I also love is, I don't know, are you the same as me? Do you love some frozen peas on top of your stew? I mean, I love to add some at the last minute because the um, slow cooker is still so hot, you don't really need to make an effort 
carry on cooking them. You don't need to put the slow cooker back on for the frozen peas. You can simply dump a load of frozen peas into the slow cooker, stir it, and they will uh, warm through just from you stirring it because the, uh, the liquid in the slow cooker is just so hot. So you can do this and then it's ready for serving. And then another tip that we've got when it comes to um, slow cooker stews is if you want that thickness but you don't want to pay out for gravy granules or you just don't like gravy granules, another option is to stir in a small portion of mashed potatoes. So if you're cooking your stew and serving it with some mash, then you can put a dollop of mash in now and what it will do is it will make the stew really really creamy um so that's another option for you to do depending on how you like it um and then i'm just trying to think what else of however we have it um like i say sometimes you have the dumplings on top but this recipe works regardless of whichever meat you're doing so you can do chicken you can do pork you can do it with leftover ham it's totally up to you and that dinging noise, if you heard that, that's my uh, fridge freezer telling me off because I took the peas out and I haven't closed it yet. So that's very naughty of me. So now the slow cooker stew is ready for serving. And then I'm going to come back to you tomorrow and actually show you how I transform this so it's uh, cook once, eat twice. So it's the morning after, the day before and we're back with a slow cooker pie but first let me say it doesn't have to be the day after because uh, stew um, ingredients are good for three days so what i recommend you do is you get your slow cooker on as soon as you can it's just so that you can be getting it warmed up because it's so much easier to stir in things when it's warm so i'm just turning mine on now it's on for four hours and then I'm just going to give the stew a quick stir. Then assess the situation. Do you want to put some more peas in it? Do you want to put some beans in it? Say you've eaten more than you fancied and you just need to bulk it up. Then peas and beans and sweet corn are all brilliant for doing this job. So I'm just going to grab some more frozen peas out the freezer. I've got this really intelligent... Um, and it takes me ages to figure out how to take them off. So then just frozen some frozen peas. I haven't measured it here. I would probably say it's about half a cup worth if you're doing in cups. Maybe 100 grams, something like that. So I'm just going to give it a quick stir. Stir it all in. And then I'm quite happy with the flavour. But like I mentioned to you last time uh, when I was on the podcast, how mashed potatoes is just brilliant for thickening things. So what you can do is you can make air fryer baked potatoes and then de-skin them and then that wonderful mash in the centre that you've created is brilliant for thickening up your stew. So I'm just grabbing a few spare potatoes that I had in the fridge and this is just brilliant. I really like it for this. So then I've got some potatoes there. I've probably skinned about uh, one and a half potatoes there. But it depends what leftovers you've got in and what you want to use up. So then serve again. Give it a good stir. 
And like I say, you want your slow cooker on. I'm going to just give my hands a quick wash. It's held off by my freezer again. Yeah, I've got a terrible habit of getting some, um, some frozen peas out, stirring it into something and then actually forgetting to uh, fasten up the fridge. So there we go. Fastened it all up. Back in it goes. And now, let's talk pastry. So what I've got here is I've got um, a large pack of Ready World Tesco's pastry. Perfect for it. And I had uh, more than one in, so the kids are like, hang on, mummy. Do not forget, whatever you do, do not forget, we would like some sausage rolls this evening. So it seems I'm doing sausage rolls this evening, whether I wanted to do them or not. But the good thing is I've got some sausage meat in anyway, so it makes the brilliant option for us all. So then, ready roll sheet out. And then assess the sheet, or roll it out, depending on what you're using. A puff pastry is so much better. And then look at the size of your slow cooker. Will it fit perfectly or do you need to roll it out some more? And then also take into account that you want the brown look, so I recommend some egg wash as well. So go and grab yourself an egg from the fridge. We've got loads in ours at the moment. Are you the one that prefers just to leave them out? I don't because even though you can leave eggs out all the time, and I know my mum does, it's the fact that because we've always got lots of air fryers running at once, the kitchen temperature is getting really hot all the time. So that's why I don't. So grab yourself an egg, crack it. And then give it a mix of the fork. Um, and then I'm going to put some pastry bread. Yeah, I found it. It was actually in the sink for some um, on the drainer from yesterday because yesterday I was doing some egg wash as well, so it's still there. So now I've had a look at my pastry um, sheet, and it's the perfect size from being uh, ready rolled. So I don't even actually need to roll it. I mean, isn't that amazing that I don't even have to roll it? So, right, I'm positioning the pastry over the pie. Or what's going to be the pie filling, I should say. And then I'm pushing down the edges. And it's nice because, because it's got an overhang. That overhang, I can push to the sides. And it makes a really good side layer of this pie. So then I've got my pie in, like that. And then what I recommend you do is find some scissors and then chop into the top of it. And then what you want to do now is add your egg wash. And then brush the egg wash over the top. And then keep doing it until you've got a good layer on. 
and then it's ready to go on. So lid on the slow cooker. I automatically set mine for four hours and high, but it's nice to come back and check on it because you want the filling it heated through and then you want the lovely crust on the top. Now that the slow cooker's on, I recommend that you head over to RecipeThis.com and check out our slow cooker recipes category. We've got loads of recipes for you to choose from there and you can have a flick through and see which recipes you fancy. We've got quite a few old-fashioned recipes as well as some modern recipes and some twists on recipes you wouldn't associate with the slow cooker but we've made them slow cooker friendly and they're just so easy for using at home in your slow cooker. <laughs> So the slow cooker's been on for a few hours now. Um, I've done it about three and three quarter hours. So it kind of depends on how long you plan on leaving yours there for and what kind of stew you're making into a pie. And now I can smell it. It smells lovely. I'm just going to put my knife right through it. I find it easier with the slow cooker to do it like this rather than um, using a thermometer because I just want to make sure it's piping hot in the centre. So the easiest way to do this is to put a knife through your pie right in the centre, right through to the bottom, hold it there for a couple of seconds and then feel the knife. If it's piping hot, you know that it's done and it's heated through and obviously you're looking for a lovely golden glow on top of your pie as well so once that's all done it's ready for serving and also if you turn off your solar cooker or you might have a keep warm setting if you just turn it off what it'll do is the slow cooker will stay quite warm for quite a while so if you're not planning on eating for another hour then it's fine for that as well and it's just perfect so here's two Cooking once, eating twice and enjoying stew one day, pie the next. Thanks for listening and it's been wonderful um, recording this episode for you and I just love talking about what I'm cooking right now at home with my kitchen gadgets. And of course, you're probably thinking now, hang on a minute, I need a visual, I need to see how it's cooked, what it looks like, rather than it just being an audio. And I also want a free principal recipe card so I can follow it along at home and of course, ask any questions. So if that's you, if you head over to recipethis.com, search for the recipe, you can find that and so much more. You can go metric imperial as well. You can post comments and ask us follow-up questions and it's just a great alternative way for you to learn about this recipe and of course we've spent a long time over the last few years building up this podcast for you we would really 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 appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review because it really does help grow the podcast and then more and more people will see it and learn like you're learning all about the kitchen gadgets and I'm Sam and thanks for listening